What's up, everybody? It's Trey Leslie of the Dawn of Entertainment, back with another three-peat sports podcast on Are You Entertained? I have Chase Menaslade and Brandon Ogden. Uh, mm-hmm. It's going to be a mixed bag of things. We're going to talk some basketball. We're going to break down some college football. It's football season. I can actually talk on this podcast. It's going to be great. Uh, so, yeah, Brandon's going to kick it off, and then we're just going to do our thing. It's going to be fun. Yes. All right. So let's let's start with the NBA and then we'll move into kind of our uh, college football preview. Um, the biggest news that happened, um, Boogie Cousins tore his ACL. Well, he was just with his trainer, I believe. It wasn't even like a practice or anything. Uh, training session. Um, obviously a huge hit for the Lakers uh, from a depth standpoint. I think uh, JaVel is the only center on the roster and uh, AD has made it evidently clear he does not want to play center, which is another discussion I want to have. But first, let's start. What are the implications you think here uh, for the Lakers with no boogie this year? So wait, so you did you didn't see the video? I no, I never did watch the video. So it's, it actually wasn't like gruesome at all. It was like a, it was like he was coming down the lane. It, it did look like some fives or at least fours. It looked like just random people though. It wasn't like an official practice. So he's coming down, and his right foot was actually his first step. So it wasn't even a step with all the weight on it. And it just gave out, and he just slid to the ground. Like, it wasn't like, you know, it, it, didn't, look, it didn't look nasty or anything like that. But, yeah, man, I, I feel bad for him. You said implications for the Lakers? Yeah. Tough to say. A lot of people didn't think he was going to be, like, back to being super boogie or whatever, like, I, I would have expected next year. a little bit better than what we saw in the finals. Definitely, he would have played his way into shape for sure. Yeah, I definitely. I thought he was gonna be like back back. I was like, oh, like so. he he's back back than their type crazy title contenders. But if you just thought he was gonna be at least a bit better, a little bit better than last year, which is fine. Which is um, this still hurts them one because it, they need that roster spot. How bad does it look if you just cut Boogie because you need an extra a roster spot? But also, I, I'm I'm sad for Boogie, man. Like. He was supposed to get his big payday after this year, or at least after last year, and that didn't happen either way. And he just keeps getting hurt, bodies breaking down. At this point, I don't know if it – I mean, how many freak accidents can you have? Maybe it was, his timetable was just ticking. You know right. what I mean? Right. And it's one of those guys that keeps trying to bet on himself, uh, doing a little bit of the ring chasing, but also betting on himself with these kind yeah. of one-year deals, and it keeps backfiring, which is really yeah. unfortunate because, like you said, it's cost him a shit ton of money at this yeah. point. I mean, so the Kings, the Kings never offered him the max, right. the super max. So he sent he he. What I guess what he really only lost was the forty million dollars over two years that the Pelicans offered him. But that's still way more than this two million dollars he just made over the like, past two years. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, I feel bad for him, man. I mean, he's recently I would say he's the second guy to bet on bet on himself and lose. Nerlens Noel bet on himself and. Ended up hiring Rich Paul and firing Rich Paul. Not the same caliber pair, but. Yeah. <laughs> and Boogie had the ACL previously, right? Achilles. Or Achilles, okay. Achilles, quad, ACL. Quad, yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you think? Are we ever going to get to see? Obviously, he'll never be prime Boogie again, but do you ever think we'll get to see 85% prime Boogie? Listen, man, I hope I'm wrong, but he might not ever be an all-star again. I, that's that's I said, too crazy. That's too crazy, like, 
um, injuries to come back from. And like, it's two injuries that really hurt your, like, quick hit, twitch, explosiveness. Yeah. Like, two really bad injuries for an NBA player. If you're a baseball player, you can probably figure it out. Offensive lineman type, you can probably figure it out. Yeah. An NBA player that relies so much on your quick twitch, your – And jumping. And jumping. And, like, 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 the way you have to, like – like I just think of like jab stepping and then like going like making a move to your left like jab step right go to your like the way your body like shifts the way you're putting weight on different things and uh, all the different like angles you're you're creating no, like yeah, yeah. It makes it so much more likely that something else is going to snap break what happens yeah. and it's worse like basketball that third plane of jumping up and down if you a lineman or if you're like an an, an infielder maybe or maybe like a catcher. You don't have that. You're you're not jumping a lot, basically, is what I'm saying. You're, you got lateral and you know forward and back, but you're not doing a lot of jumping. That basketball, you got to do a lot of jumping on the knees. And we saw it all last season, man. When he came back and he was just, he was in mud, man. <laughs> right. He just had no explosiveness. Some of that was, he was not in shape, which yeah, makes yeah. so much time off. But okay, and then let's talk real quick. Uh, the Lakers worked out. Uh, my guy, Marcin Gartat. Uh, <laughs> Legend. Um, I think there was one other guy. And then it also came out that they got okay. to speak to uh, Dwight Howard. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> Do any of those entice you? <laughs> I'm, I'm disgusted, man. That's a, that's a nasty list. Three years, 75. <laughs> Sign Joakim Noah back to another four-year 70. Just run back the Knicks offer? No, like, yeah. I, I just... All of it disgusts me. If you could, if if uh, Dwight Howard was like a robotic, like like organ, just like something without his personality, sure, I take that body and what that body can do. But like, he's still at least capable of some stuff on the court. Yes, yeah. he's off the court that becomes the issue. There's a lot of things going on with him off. There's a lot of there's I don't we can run through the quick like a quick timeline like. Early Dwight, <laughs> You'll go for it. no, 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 not early. Early Dwight, where he's like the Jesus guy, and I, you know, want all my teammates to go to church, and then he like has all the premarital sex and has like several, several mothers of his several children. Yes, um, you got that. There was a little period. Like, then he became like a, a like chicken farmer, horses, <laughs> like he's, uh, a, he's a snake guy, like a cattle ranch guy. Yeah, now he's a snake guy. I've never met a cool snake guy. He or farts a lot, which is a thing. That is a snake guy. <laughs> what do you say? Uh, you've never met a guy that's over probably six foot. That <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, true, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, but like, yeah, I, I don't know, man. He farts a lot. I guess they said in tw- in the 2012 team when he couldn't play the Olympics because he was hurt. Like everybody was relieved because he was there in 08, and they like just a lot going on with him. Um, looking past last year, but looking back. There was a little bit of time where I wasn't – I'm pretty sure there was, like, some stuff where he was messing with some, like, adolescent girls that kind of just got clo- – I don't know, man. It's a lot going on with Dwight. Nobody likes him. He got called a 6'10 bottom last year. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, listen. Nothing wrong with being a bottom. <laughs> nothing wrong with being a bottom at all. We're very sex posy. Actually, this is going to kill the lightheartedness of the conversation, but there was some, some guy that got killed for – no, he didn't get killed. He – killed himself recently or like he was speaking out and how proud he was to be in a relationship with a trans woman 
and the, that he got just accosted until he killed himself. So R.I.P. Reese. Yes. But yes, was, there's was, that last year. That was just to keep no yeah, to yeah. show what like, like all of the stuff Dwight Howard has gone through. Which, by the way, but when he tried to come through and do his summertime puff piece this year, he spoke on that, which he just didn't have to. Like, how about you just leave that in the past? Right. Like, that whole situation yeah. last year, he brings everything back. Like, come on, Dwight. He, like, tries to put on this, like, super charismatic, nice guy personality, <laughs> like, in every interview he does. And it's yeah. just so insincere. And it's – I'm not a fan. Plus, no, yeah. other stuff, the really thing the, uh, that came out of all the stuff last year was, like, how – him and like his preacher and his team were like intimidating all of these people in the trans community. That oh yeah 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 his preacher yeah coming out of that yeah it's a lot it's a lot going on so uh, there's just a lot of stuff I agree imagine him and Rondo and LeBron's passive aggressive ass all on this like just recipe for disaster yeah no hundred percent. Um, who plays Dwight Howard in the biopic? Jesus Christ, man. I don't know kidding. if they're doing the Dwight Howard biopic. <laughs> yeah, for um, Str- Straight the uh, TV land. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The other thing, so we'll, we'll obviously update uh, as we, we go on with what the Lakers are going to do with that uh, possible roster spot. Um, the other thing I kind of want to talk about, I don't see the difference in modern basketball now. Uh, the difference between AD playing the four or playing the five. I don't get why he doesn't want to get labeled as a center. Help me understand that. I don't get it either. I mean, Al Horford's done it his entire career, and he's played the five his entire career. And Anthony Davis hasn't. It doesn't. Like, the yeah. thing, there's no difference nowadays, especially, because usually you're only really playing one true big man. Yeah. It's like Jokic, Embiid. That's uh, in the day. Yeah, like I don't like I don't know who you'd be afraid of now, but you got Javale. I mean, he could throw. We could throw Javale in the bang a little bit, but yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, the best lineup is clearly going to be him at the five and LeBron at the four. Or if you want to quote claim that Kuzma's at the four or whatever, whatever. You know, basically he's going to be at the five for the best lineups. Right. He, it's just something I think he has to say to make it known that he doesn't want to start the five. But he'll play a lot of minutes. Look like the last six minutes of the game when you're closing out a team, you got to play the five. And again, yeah. I don't understand what the difference is between a five and a four in the modern era of the NBA. Yeah, that's yeah, I, uh, yeah. I don't know. I can't figure it out for the life. And, and, and unless you're playing one of those four guys, like Drummond, who's heavy, but you're right. not, he's not going to give you twenty. No, and, and like the league doesn't really allow for that much banging, so it's not like you're getting beat up every game playing 75 games in the low post. Most guys are players at the five anyway. No, yeah, I don't don't know. Yeah, this is just, I don't know, it's it's a thing, his thing. It's the same thing with with Duncan. Well, I guess Duncan didn't have a really too much of a problem with it. I guess Duncan's thing was more of people, like, crowning him the best four of all time when he played majority five minutes all the time. That's Duncan. Right. And again, Describe to me the difference between a power forward and a center in modern NBA. Right. Anyway, yeah. Well, that, that's our <laughs> another day. Another good argument. Let's talk about right or wrong. Is it okay Ooh. to double team in a pickup basketball game? Okay, so. Especially if we're wearing sweatshirts. Listen, so the thing with Devin Booker comes out, 
Last week, a video comes out. Devin Booker is just giving Tony Snell the blues, the absolute blues. Then this week, another video comes out, and they're sending a running double at Devin Booker. Okay, I look at this, and I'm laughing, and I'm like, yeah, I agree, Devin Booker. Don't double me in summertime pickup basketball in this middle school gym we're probably playing in. Okay, all I see down the timeline all night is, doesn't he know that if he gets double teamed all year, he should probably get as many reps as possible? I'm like, but okay. First of all, this isn't the NBA regular season. Yeah, right. First of all, don't double me in a place where during wintertime basketball they're selling walking tacos. Like, I don't double me in this summertime gym, man. Like, this is a defense that doesn't have a scheme. It's five random dudes. You really think I'm getting my reps in? Also, he's been a 20 point per game scorer for three years in the NBA. You don't think? He's figured it out by now. I don't think he needs more reps. I think he's fine off the double team. Like, just like just relax. And then Kevin Durant comes on today and breaks. I think he's been on Twitter hiatus. And he comes back, and he's on my side, man. He's like, yo, don't double me. Apparently, apparently, RJ Gudala and Draymond Green doubled him like the first practice at an All-Star break last year. And then um, Durant was like, yeah, if y'all would have did that at Rico Hines' gym, I would have went back to Malibu, man. I'm not dealing with that. Like, <laughs> I agree. Uh, I agree. It was just funny one that Booker got super pissed. Of course, joking yeah. was like, we're going to double you because he's just always got to be the heel. And then yeah. the fact that Devin Booker threw in the line that we're wearing hooded sweatshirts was yeah. so funny. <laughs> I don't, if I was Devin Booker, I'd t- d- double me in December, bro. Like, you might be in China, but like, relax. Do you think Devin Booker walked off the court and was like, fuck this, I'm going home? Probably. <laughs> Tell Snail to man up. Tell Snell to stop getting 40 put on his head in the high school gym. I wish he would have said some shit like, you have to double me because you're such a fucking bum. Or <laughs> something like that to get to get the creative juices going and, and piss off Tony Snell. All right. Let, all right. Anything else with the NBA? We good on the NBA? Uh, yeah, pretty much good. We can talk about how um, Celtics USA team is going to lose in the – FIBA Cup, if you want. <laughs> no, saw, we good. Uh, so Iowa just got sports gambling, just got passed. So um, hey. I, was, I was at the sports book today, mm. uh, and I heard two segments that they had on. One was um, uh, it was Kobe and uh, or Jacoby, Jalen and Jacoby uh. talking with I forget who they had on. Uh, I don't know if it's it's not Marcel White. Who Damian Woody maybe. Uh, and the first segment was about uh, the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Whew. Listen, it's, man. It's not in Des Moines yet. Oh, just, it's not here either, man. I'm living in poverty. I can't believe it. <laughs> I don't know if you want to try it because that's all I see on my timeline. I know. And Damian Woody like said that he'd never been to churches. And so yeah, there's, that, no, there's no need to mess with churches, bro. It's disgusting. Oh, uh, Jalen, I think, was, was destroying him for it. Um, it's off. It's the greasiest chicken you'll ever have in your life. Did they have that in like a gas station in Columbia? They didn't, but I remember me and Spencer drove by one one time, and literally there was no cars in the parking lot. I don't even know if anybody was like employed there. Like it, was, <laughs> it was like, yeah, let's let's not go there. Yeah, it was, it was terrible. Um, is the thing that's blowing up a spicy chicken sandwich or yeah, just spicy, a regular chicken spicy, sandwich? Spicy chicken sandwich. So, is oh, they actually they actually got both. They got both. But okay. basically, the whole the whole thing about it is. Everybody says that the Chick-fil-A sandwich is the best, and this one is apparently blowing it out the water. And it just was a bunch of jokes, and then the, the, the social media accounts got into it, and, you know. 
I don't know. I can't wait to try it myself. Apparently, if you throw the mashed potatoes on top, it really, really sets wow. it off. A little inside trick for y'all out there. Yeah, well, you know. Um, so that was like the first 25 minutes of me sitting there. Um, <laughs> second was Kemba Walker. <coughs> Excuse me. Kemba getting choked up over Kemba Walker. <laughs> it's so funny to me because Kemba Walker said that they're embracing the role as the underdogs going into the tournament. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, Team USA, you're never going to be the underdog. I don't know, man. Who, who's on the team? Who we got? It's middle school team. We would be the favorites. <laughs> Damn. The, the, I think the Serbian team is supposed to be the team that might beat us. They got they got Jokic and like a couple other. They got um, Miocic from the Clippers a couple years ago. Yeah, Some other guy, Caruso maybe. I don't know. If Giannis is on. Guys that play in the NBA, you're supposed to be a team full <laughs> of the NBA. Like it, it's so stupid to me. You're I, not. I, you're yeah. the favorites. No, I get it. I, I do agree, but at the same time, like they lost to the select team. The Greek team has Giannis, and they lost to Serbia by like twenty five. You're still the favorite. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know, man. I I, I agree. Hopefully, uh, I get this is probably the worst team USA since what oh eight, but no, nah, probably no, no, oh eight was good. So like oh 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 six oh four. What was the silver medal team or bronze medal? Team? Was it oh six? That's oh four. That's oh four. That's that was the Genoa year where the yeah Argentina yeah. won. Um, I get yeah, you're, you're not as talented as usually, but you're still the fucking favorite. No, nah, yeah, they should win. Apparently, Donovan Mitchell is is like top dog out there right now. He's yeah. supposed to. Be, you know. uh, did you listen to Simmons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Windhorst on was talking about how good Mitchell looked. Actually, yeah, I, thought, I never really thought of um, Donovan Mitchell as like a Donovan or Donovan uh, a D Wade um, like comparison, but. Uh-huh. It was interesting to kind of hear that. No, you know, you know what I always used to struggle off was when he would say how how important he thought that the um, just just doing the USA stuff was, and I was like, yeah, whatever. I mean, you get you just get better as you get older. But then they were talking about how, you know, after the 08 year, yeah. you know, LeBron, LeBron had a career year, and Wade had that his 09 season, which is legendary. And after mm-hmm. the ten, after the 10 season, Durant like exploded, and you know all that stuff. Mm. No, it's it's for sure that you, I, I I tend to agree. You kind of overlook it as like a casual NBA fan, but yeah. for someone like Simmons, that's up close and personal, and I mean, he just has a brain for yeah. every historical like piece of the NBA. I I think it's a good point. Um, no, it yeah. makes sense. I mean, after after you get out of like high school and AAU, how often do you have all of that talent there sharpening right. each other? You know what I mean? At the same time, the only thing I think is like. For this team, they don't have, like, the Kobe, the LeBron. Like, yeah. They don't have the guy that can kind of, like, I, I, like Kimball Walker is the most veteran. The only player that's made an all-pro team. On the- right. And so, like, I, they're probably still all going to get better, but I just don't mm-hmm. think they're going to get – they're not going to take the type of leap, whereas if they had a LeBron there, if they had a Kobe there, if they had a KD there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm but, also trying to trying to see which uh, super team in five years is going to get formed from from these guys. Jalen you know? Brown, uh, <laughs> Donovan Mitchell. It's crazy, like just yeah. to think about. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's let let's move on. Let's let's do our first 
talk of college football. Ooh. College football. It's uh, the hundred. Is it hundred year anniversary? Fifty year anniversary on ESPN. I didn't, I didn't know that. Uh, That's cool. Though. No clue. Gonna be doing a bunch of like really cool videos, articles, different things like um, on ESPN to promote. Um, I think it's hundred years of huh. college football. Cool uh, on ESPN. So um, it'll be it'll be really cool. Um, isn't it? Isn't it also hundred years of NFL this year? Yes. Okay. But I think that's just hundred years of NFL. I think college football has been around for a lot longer than hundred years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think. Maybe I'm backwards. I, I mean, I would feel like I would think that college football has been here longer than NFL. I would think for sure. And if it's the hundredth season that they've been on ESPN, you said hundredth season they've been on ESPN. That can't be right. It has yeah, to be. There's no chance. Yeah, maybe it's fifty. Yeah. Feels hey. a little familiar, doesn't it? ESPN. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I feel like I, I have to look. My this white socks. Brandon's looking this up. Okay. I, I'm not going to lie. I didn't know that this is kind of a thing. Oh, maybe it's 150 years of college yes. football. 150 years of college okay. football. Yeah. Okay. So they started um, this piece uh, August 15th. It actually came out. Um, they did. They ranked the 50 best college football programs over the 150 years. Uh-huh. Um, Notre Dame won. The Bama was number one. That's whack. Hey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are they, are they the only school that's had two runs? Like, everybody's had their run of dominance, but then Alabama's come back with the second run with Saban. Like, the first run was – weren't they the first team in the SEC to start playing black players, and that was the first it's, run? Yeah, it was with, uh, with Bear Bryant. Um, um, that's a good point. The, and the other thing is not many have had the extended run like Bama has had. Yeah. Um. But that, they, that but, we're in right now. Right. So they did like this really compli- complicated formula and code. Um, uh, so, so like Yale is seventh because like it can't just be a modern football. It's over the history. So Yale seventh. I think they've been like North Dakota State is tenth. So they did huh. some like non D one schools, okay. uh, like Mountain Union sixteenth. So um, some interesting stuff there. Boise State was actually in the top twenty five. That's surprising. Mm. See if uh, how many teams did they rank? Fifty. Wow. So I'm trying to see it, and I heard that um, yeah, no Iowa, which makes sense. But where's where's the uh, the good old Longhorn boys? Texas. I'll look. Um, so they were in the top fifty. Someone uh, I was listening to a podcast did leak that fifty-one to give you uh, an understanding of how close this was and how many good teams got left out. Uh-huh. Number fifty-one was UCLA. Uh, it was obviously had a pretty storied uh, program. I am looking for Texas, and I have not seen them yet. They oh, might. Oh no! Texas, nine, nine. Oh, okay. So, uh, anyway, so a lot of cool stuff. I think. Um, so what are we gonna do here today? We're gonna do Heisman hopefuls, playoff predictions, and, and I, I want to go through the. Conferences. And we're gonna go through the Power Five. Yeah. So let's start with the conferences. Okay. Uh, we'll start with the ACC. Uh, Trey, I don't know if you want to look at the yeah, I yeah. have who they have up. Okay. So uh, the way I envision this is kind of talk through what we think the ACC, like what the each Power Five Conference Championship game is going to be. Uh, uh, Atlantic, I think, no doubt. I'm guessing everybody's going to pick Clemson. Of course. I would win the Atlantic. Even the ACC, I'll go as far yes. as say that. Yes. But. <laughs> 
now my question to you on Clemson. Uh, at the sports book today, their over-under is 11 and a half, meaning to win that bet, you would have to, if, if you took the over, it's they would have to go 12 and 0 undefeated. Would you feel more comfortable betting that they'd go 12 and 0 or less? Wait, 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 wait. Is, are there 12 games in their regular season? It's only regular season. Okay, okay, okay. I'll take the under, bro. It's okay. hard. It's hard to go undefeated, bro. Yeah. Always an upset. Do yeah. they have anybody big on their schedule? Didn't flesh it out that much. Texas A&M. Is that one you were thinking about betting or what? No, I don't, no not really. You're, you're I was just, just curious. Yeah. Could happen, but when's the last time somebody, like, I don't even, did the, did the, the, the uh, U teams even go undefeated? In the last, okay, so Florida State probably. Um, yeah, Jameis. They went undefeated. It's just, yeah. Even the most team, it's so hard to go undefeated. Like, yeah. I don't know. So I was. Yeah, they're they going to roll in on one of those fall nights, man, and Carolina's offense going to get the humming. <laughs> Carolina's going to be awful this year. <laughs> I, if I really had to, if, if you were forcing me to gun to my head, which one do I think, I would probably take the over. I think they go 12 0. Mm. Um, okay, and the other side, Duke, Georgia Tech, Miami, North Carolina, Pitt, UVA, Boston. So a lot of people. Miami love, would be the favorite. Maybe? A lot of people love Virginia. Okay. Uh, Virginia Tech's been a pretty hot pick. I personally would lean towards Miami. Um, quarterback's going to be their biggest issue. They actually got a five-star transfer from Ohio State, and they just named him the uh, backup. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm assuming I'm assuming he left because he heard that uh, Fields was coming, probably. Yeah, so I think Martell was like the number three recruit in the country. The same year Fields was the number one recruit. Uh, right. And once Fields came over, Martell bounced, went to Miami, and didn't get the starting job. So, uh, and the first game of the season, which is this upcoming Saturday, Saturday is, is Miami, Miami Florida, Florida, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Let's get it. Okay. So I would guess Miami would be my pick. Uh, their defense is really good. Again, so it's just so Clemson, Miami, and the ACC championship would be my pick. Okay. I would – yeah, I like that. And I think Clemson – That'd be an easy Clemson win, I would think. But yeah. Clemson – Unless Miami, you know, proves itself and shows out this year. But. Yeah. All right. All right. Big 12. So the Big 12 uh, has 10 teams. Um, they do the whoever gets first, whoever gets second. Um Goes to the Big 12 championship. Chase, as a Hook'em fan. Listen, Sam, Elli Sam Ellinger's taking us all the way. You want to talk about a Dark Horse MVP candidate or a Heisman candidate? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I mean. They open the year at home against LSU. I love it. Test them early. Is, do they, are they in the same division as Oklahoma? There's no division. It's yeah. Just the top oh, no, oh yeah, just top two. Okay, I'd I'd probably just call them in Oklahoma to be honest. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. I would say is the favorite pick. Um, I know I'm kind of a homer for saying this, but don't sleep on Iowa State. I think they're going to be sneaky good this year. A lot of people. Yeah. Um, it's going to be one of Oklahoma and Texas, and then uh, most people think Oklahoma. And then a lot of people think it's going to be either Baylor or Iowa State. They got another tight end coming out this year, or what's the? Iowa State? Yeah. Well, you're thinking of Iowa. You're thinking yeah, of... I'm thinking of Iowa. Yeah, you're right. 
<laughs> I was receiver drafted uh, and a good running back draft. But I have a good way to loop this in. I just want to bring this up. Will game day make it to Ames for Iowa, Iowa State? It's a, it's kind of been a rumor around here that that may happen. They're both ranked, I think, 20 and 21. Okay. Um, game day has never been to Ames September 14th. It'd be fun. That'd be cool. I, I think they will. So I actually listened to uh, a podcast with the Bear. Uh, you know, the yeah, Bears yep. on college game day. And um, Stanford Steve, who uh, produces SVP show every night, okay, um, was like, "Will you guys go to Iowa, Iowa State, please? Like, I want you to go to that game." And the bear was like, "It's, it's kind of looking like we might." So they can't. He can't say for certain, and, but there is pretty big. Rivalry. And I think that game day likes to go to new places. Yeah, they don't they like to. Yeah, the they always go to the same places. Yeah. So. When there's an opportunity to go somewhere new, I think they're going to take it. So, yeah. so I, I think that's a good chance. Uh, Iowa State's quarterback's a stud chase. He uh, was Hardy. actually recruited by Alabama and went to Iowa mm-hmm. State. So, okay. uh, do you think? Do you think that? So does does Oklahoma have? Oklahoma's the the you know the big dog, and we'll see if Iowa State can get on a roll and be as good as we think they are. But Oklahoma has Jalen Hurts now at quarterback, so that's going right. to up their stock. Heavy. Yeah, but they lose. They lo- they lost a lot. Uh, they lost four offensive linemen to the draft. Uh, Marquise Brown uh, lost a running back to the draft. So they do lose a lot. Iowa State did beat Oklahoma in Oklahoma two years ago when they had Baker Mayfield. So uh, and and you know they do have Jalen Hurts, but we uh, you know what I'll give credit to him. We don't know how much he's improved, but the last last few times we saw him, championship game was cool, but the last time we've seen him play an extended period. If they can, if they get down early against somebody, and he had to throw them out, I don't know. Right, and and typically with like um, with Lincoln Riley offense, it's more about explosive plays. He's not really, he's more of like a power runner rather than like a big play type of guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that'll be interesting. I do think Oklahoma will will get there. Um, I tend to think Texas will get there um, too, but I could see Iowa State uh, or or Baylor getting there. All right, let's move to the Big Ten. The Big Ten. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why do you say that with more emphasis, my friend? Because the Big, Ten Big Ten Homer here. That's <laughs> in America. Uh, Big Ten East, always the stacked one. Uh, Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan, and Michigan State all ranked in the top 18. Um, the West this year is actually really deep. Uh, it doesn't look like it on paper, but if you actually like look at the rosters uh, and everything they have going on, the West is actually – um, going to be really good this year as well. Um, to me, it's it's Michigan's division to, or conference really to lose. Um, they brought in Alabama's offensive coordinator. Um, John, Jim Harbaugh is no longer calling plays. They're going to the spread offense. Um, I think they're going to. I think they're a playoff team. Um, I think they're going to win the division. I think they'll they'll roll Ohio State. Um, kind of give some payback for that's last the last year. regular season game of the yeah. year for both of them too. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. So I like Michigan a lot in the East. Um, <clears throat> I Yo, want- is, that, is that every year they play each other the last week of the season? Yeah, every year. That's tough, man. Because yeah. they both usually pretty good. It's usually whenever I mean, that goes to yeah. the yeah playoff implications. I mean, they're both ranked top ten right now. So yeah. um, Nebraska is kind of the sleep. <laughs> Everybody loves Wisconsin's always well respected. Northwestern won it last year. They actually brought in a five star transfer from Clemson. 
who's going to be starting quarterback. Um, hmm. So it's a really good division. Minnesota's another underdog that everybody loves. Row the boat. Yeah, I'll go with the Hawks. They have a brutal, brutal, brutal road schedule, but um, I'll go homerism, and then I'll take Michigan to beat Iowa in a rematch of the regular season. Okay. Who do you like? Um, I, I mean, so I'll spoil one of my playoff predictions. I think the winner of Ohio State, Michigan, is going to the playoffs. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, whoever you want there. I've always been a closet <laughs> State fan, just because I'm a linebacker and linebacker, you. Um, a lot of people yeah, in the you closet. Can, you can uh, throw the joke, but that's fine. <laughs> it was a locker room shower. Sorry, <laughs> I, I won't even. I won't even go. <laughs> yeah, on the other side, I don't know. I I hate to say this because I hate this team, but I have a feeling Nebraska might be sneaky good, like Iowa State. I think Scott Frost might bring them back earlier than some would expect so we'll see i mean i I, i'll root for iowa but i think i think nebraska might have a good year they have a soft schedule too which anything out of you say nah man whatever uh maybe ohio state maybe michigan we'll see who's hot i don't know what to tell you that's the smart pick (laughs) your guy b mills got cut no he uh just got picked up by the browns i forgot about that i think they they cut him already I think so. I just found out about this today. <laughs> <laughs> Unless if he just got cut. Is he receiver Yeah. Okay. Because he was quarterback, right? He got cut the other day. I just know that for sure. Damn, bro. RIP. <laughs> that's the hometown kid, man. They can't cut the hometown kid. I think they did. <laughs> Three hours away, but because he's still, you know, hometown it's adjacent. It's like Akron to, to Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll call it. That's the same, you know. Played at, played at Ohio State. You hate to see it. All right, let's go to the Pac-12. Um, Pac-12 North. Uh, Oregon's kind of the, the, the hot pick. Uh, Washington's been uh, dominant in that division the last few years. You can never count out Stanford. Never count out Washington State. Which, by the way, did you guys hear they're doing an yeah. HBO, HBO Hard Knock show next year with Washington State? Yep, I did, I hear, did hear that. Yeah, yeah, So uh, – what, are they just doing it one team or several teams? Just Washington On State. On Washington State. Okay, okay. So, okay. so uh, The Athletic, I haven't read it. I actually was listening to a podcast I talked about. Apparently, they did a story on Mike Leach with a bunch of his former quarterbacks. Okay. And they just talked about, like, how different and weird practice is. <clears throat> but, like, apparently in the middle of practice, he'll just answer his phone and, like, talk to people and have normal conversations while practice is going on. Uh, it's a character, man. And then apparently they had a quarterback who like didn't like to cuss, and he would spell out like F U C K or like <laughs> the F word. <laughs> so Mike Leach stopped practice, brought out a whiteboard, and wouldn't end practice until he spelled out "fuck." <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's terrible. Would you rather have somebody who does that or says shit like like "frack" or "frick"? Oh, easily, uh, easily the fuck. I can't. <laughs> Yeah, I would probably punch both. If you couldn't say it at all, or if you said if you said frick, that's way more annoying. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so so the North's always tough. To me, the South, one of my sleeper playoff teams actually Utah. Um, the ranked fourteenth preseason. Um, I think they have the best defense in the Pac twelve, uh, veteran quarterback, probably one of the most underrated coaches in Kyle Whittingham. So I like Utah to win the South. I actually think they'll win the Pac twelve in general. I would probably pick them to beat Washington, um, even though I think everybody's picking Oregon for that. 
Uh, I think the easy pick would be Oregon. I'm going to go the sleeper team, Mike Leach. Okay. Do they have a chance? I, I don't. I haven't even seen their schedule, but I just I don't know. I have a. I mean, he's always going. Always he always keeps them in the four, nine and three. <laughs> yeah, they always. Maybe maybe they'll catch a spark this year. Maybe. Yeah, I'm Probably. ready for some I'm ready for some new blood, man. I'm tired of seeing Oregon come out with the nice ass uniforms and just just lose. They're supposed to be really good. They had like the number one recruiting class last year. People are like uh, talking. The quarterback is going to be a sneaky. Herbert's supposed Isaac. to be. Um, he was supposed to be the top pick this year in the draft. He stayed back. Um, <clears throat> he might be the number one pick. Probably not, but let's talk about it at least. So, uh, I think Oregon will be, you know, back this year to what they used to be around, uh, with with Chip Kelly. So. All right, let's move to the SEC um, propaganda country. Um, SEC East, it's got our my alma mater, uh, Mizzou. Um, really, this is a this is a, the SEC is the easiest conference. It's going to be Georgia. It's going to be Alabama. They're going to play each other in the SEC championship for the third year in a row. I don't see it any other way. Yep. Um, is there any chance in hell Florida like beats Miami week one and gets on a roll and you know uh, does they, its thing? They're, they're favored to beat Miami. Uh, I don't see it. I don't trust Felipe Frank, Felipe Franks. Their quarterback. You don't see it. You don't see them getting on a run, or you don't see them beat Miami. No, I see them beating Miami. Okay. They're supposed to beat Miami. Okay. I don't see them going on a roll. Um, okay, that's interesting. You got an official update. Um, little little mini Schefter over here. <laughs> what's, what's going on? I got to update that there's a gunshot near my house. Uh, <laughs> I uh, street cred. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, so I, I think if there's a school you can make an argument for, it's maybe LSU if they could knock off Alabama, but they never do. Mm. Uh, I just don't – I don't buy the hype on Florida. I Texas a and a year away. Their what, schedule is fucking brutal. What about Auburn? I've heard their quarterback is good. Is they have a freshman. There? I don't know. Um, Auburn, they play Oregon week one, so that'll tell us a lot about both schools. Um, How pissed do you think Saban's going to be this year, man? What did you say? How pissed do you think Saban's going to be this year? They got wore out in the championship game last year. Oh, yeah. It's going to be bad. Those players probably went through so much hell this offseason. He probably probably took six hours off this year and was, like, hitting people up in the middle of the night, like, yeah, we back tomorrow. I don't even think he took six. I bet he watched (laughs) that Georgia game. For like three weeks straight during like the dead period, <laughs> like before recruiting starts, like I I can't imagine what that had to be like. So I think next year, if we're talking next year, I think A and M might actually be favored to win the SEC over Bama, um, but they're a year away because their schedule is awful. They play Georgia, Alabama, and Clemson. Is it more based on their schedule or who they have yeah. like coming their up? Schedule, they play Georgia, Alabama, and Clemson. So what makes them so good? They got a good, nice young quarterback who will be coming into his, or they just got a lot of talent? He's a junior, uh, Kelly Mon. Um, he's a stud. They got Jimbo Fisher. They've been recruiting unbelievably. I mean, the resources at that school, like there's no reason they shouldn't be. Yo, I forgot they I forgot they threw Jimbo the big bag. They um, gave him 100 mil plus, I think. Damn, damn. Jimbo yeah. got out of that hot mess of Florida State quick, and yeah, he, he did. He did. Jimbo uh, Gruden. All right, so if it's Georgia-Bama like we all think, is this the year, is the third year the charm? Is Georgia beating Bama in the SEC championship game? If I'm, if I'm going with my brain, I'm going no. It has to be Bama. But, I mean, yeah. 
I don't want to see either of them bitch asses. I want to see Notre Dame beat Georgia. So let's get this break. <laughs> Good, take them out early. Look, I, I revenge saving. Two was the QB. Got a little reckless last year, but he'll he'll reel it in. I just unless unless Tua goes down, I'm riding Bam all the way, man. Think so. I think this is the year Georgia beats them. I think Georgia's going to the playoff. I think Georgia wins the playoff. When you Ooh. beat the Georgia Bulldogs, you better feel the Bulldogs. <laughs> <laughs> so, they, who do they have? They got like a star running back. I know the quarter they got from Jake Fromm, Swift. Yeah, is their running back. He's their quarterback's a stud. Um, they got a lot of guys back, and they're they were young last year on defense, so um, they'll be a lot better on defense this year. All right, let's talk playoffs. I just said I think Georgia's winning. Right. I still think Bama will get there. Mm. The two SEC. Yep. I think Michigan out of the Big Ten is going. Okay. And then obviously Clemson. That would be four. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go – I think the front runner for the whole year is Clemson. I just think they're going to be so good. Trevor Lawrence is a stud. Um, Trevor, they got like, a lot of yeah, offense back. Yeah, it's going to be like dominant offensively, I think. Uh, I'm going to go Oklahoma. I think Hurts a QB. I don't know. I think he's going to have kind of a his you know breakout year, his stamp in the um, you know in the whole thing. Um, they I, I looked at their schedule earlier today. They only have two ranked you know preseason teams on the schedule, so that is kind of in their favor. So Oklahoma there, and then I think Bama's always in the conversation. Um, and then I said, like I said earlier, I think the winner of Ohio State, Michigan, on November thirtieth is gonna go there. Um, so kind of kind of boring picks. If you had to guess, Michigan or Ohio State? I won't. I won't ever. I won't ever pick Michigan, <laughs> Ohio State. <laughs> so do do you think that they would take? A, Mich- a Big Ten team over a second SEC team, basically like Michigan or Ohio State over Georgia. I think I think it all depends on the scenario. I mean, they did it two years yeah, ago. Yeah, it's it's happened before. They but took, I, they took Bama, a two loss Bama team that didn't win. The oh yeah, for their conference over a one loss or a two loss Ohio State team that won their division and their conference. But yeah. I also it's a, it's a human vote, so I mean they've seen that and maybe they think they fucked up, so maybe. I don't know. Bama, if they Bama, like SEC, but I can definitely see. Well, yeah. and it's Bama. If Bama is wins double digit games, they're pretty much in the playoffs. But I think yeah. it come down to the scenario. Like if the team in question, other than the SEC team, has like a great fucking resume. I, I don't know. I think. I think, I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go Bama, Clemson, um, Georgia, and Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma's gonna have a pretty smooth, pretty smooth seller. And I think they're going to go SEC over Big Ten again. And we're going to have a whole discussion. It's going to be a whole bunch of articles. And, the other you know. thing, too, is the Big Ten's really deep this year. So it, it's just one of those where and the Big Ten plays nine conference games where the SEC plays eight. Uh, so, like, you're just yeah. beating the shit out of each other for nine, nine weeks where the SEC, the second to last week, they all play FCS schools. Yeah. <laughs> So let me ask you, Brandon, this. So you you were kind of shaking your head when I was making my little argument for that. So do you think that there is a definite SEC bias when no, it comes think, to picking teams? I think there's a Bama bias. A Bama bias. Okay. Like, it, it, yeah. it, if Bama is ranked fifth going into the last week, 
even it's shown, even if they don't play in the SEC championship game, the team in front of them has to be basically undefeated or have one whole loss less than than Bama. Otherwise, yeah. they're going to Bama. I feel the same way. Yeah, it, what they did a couple of years ago, where Bama, yeah, with the Bama um, and the other school situation, it was it was clear. It was nasty. That was a nasty one. It was Bama, what? Ohio State. Bama, yeah. Literally, Bama had like a top seventy-five schedule. Ohio State had a top twenty-five. Ohio yeah. State won their division, won their conference. Bama did neither. Ohio State won on on the week they they played or they they picked because they won the Big Ten championship. Bama didn't play. Bama mm. beat. By um, uh, who did they lose to that year? Did they lose to Georgia last year? No, that year they picked. Who was it? I think while you was think- it Auburn? Did they lose? Maybe they lost to Auburn. Yeah, and then Auburn lost to Georgia. I don't know. Yeah, right. Sure. Is that am I am I thinking this right? And then Georgia went, and then they put Bama in with them. Yeah, it was the year that Bama Georgia played. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, because yeah, yeah, they both they had both those brothers different yeah, yeah, the Ridleys. Because um, Auburn was going to make it as like a two-loss team, which we haven't had yet. Yeah. Because they beat Bama, but then they lost to Georgia, so the committee. So like, I remember even that. that. Like, you're telling me a two-loss Auburn team's going to get in? Like, that's what the talk was going. At I one think, point, they talked about three SEC teams making the play. <laughs> thing that bothers me is whenever you watch right before the the college show, ESPN, who controls. You know all of this except for the actual picking, but they control all of the narratives for college football essentially. Mm. And everything is aired through ESPN from the college football playoff perspective. All they talk about for the last, as soon as games end on Championship Saturday before they pick last year and the year before, it's all been about how Georgia should have been in last year. Georgia, you know, they they always go to bat for the SEC school. Now, they can say there's no bias. We don't care who makes it. But the last two years, they've made it abundantly clear. that there's They have no real argument because they all say, well, the eye test. Well, the eye test is also about who you play. And for, like, so comparing some schools, like, uh, this is really what it comes down to. (laughs) People think the SEC is a lot better than what it is. It's good. It's really good at the top. Top heavy, yeah. Nothing from 5 through 12 or 14 or whatever it is. Mm. It's really been Bama, Auburn, every four years is good. Georgia's yeah. been really on a really good kick. And then Florida, outside of, like, since Urban Meyer left, Florida's been just kind of like a nine, a solid 9 win yeah. team. Kentucky, same way LSU. Last yeah, year, but, but they won like seven games. Yeah. Yeah. LSU is always going to be like an eight nine win program, mm-hmm. but like it, it, it's not as dominant as people make it out to be. And so they think like if you win in the SEC, that you should be in because it's so good. But like the rest of college football collectively has caught up to the SEC as far as top to bottom. And yeah. so that that's where I get frustrated as just a college football fan. Yeah, and you see it clearly in Clemson's game last year. They had. Usually, like, there's games, like, when they play, like, Notre Dame, where you can see the difference in athleticism. Sorry. But but last year, with Clemson, Clemson, had, all, Clemson had the athletes. The, the championship, BCS championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Clemson had the, Clemson had the athletes last year. And um, when, um, uh, what's his name? 
old Florida coach went up to Ohio State. When he went to Ohio State, he brought athletes with him. Like Cardell Jones, the year yep. they and beat Bama. Yep. Like the rest of college, like I'm saying, like college football has caught up to the big bad SC. Like to, to me, outside of the Pac-12, because the Pac-12 is a hot pile of garbage, <laughs> like the rest of the big boy schools have caught up. Uh, yeah. So like I, I, I can't be using what the eye test says. Yeah. Well, yeah. Alabama is going to look really good against the 75th ranked schedule. Ohio State also looked really good against the 23rd ranked schedule. Yeah. How can you tell me the eye test? Like your eyes have to see what the resume is too. And like what the product is they're playing against. So yeah, with the Pac-12, man, how do you just have a whole conference that just doesn't play defense? <laughs> well, For real. It, not even that. It's just like there's no like speed. There's and there's no just like toughness. They're all like a bunch of finesse, mm-hmm. like patty cake teams. <laughs> That's why, that's why Utah's going to win because I Utah's think you can make an argument for well, Stanford. Stanford. Yeah, yeah, but Stanford just plays a terrible yeah, style of football. Yeah, it's ugly. So that's why I think Utah's going to win. Just Stanford, gonna... Stanford play like the goddamn 04 Pistons. Yes, exactly. It's ugly. Yeah. We want to win games except for it being like 64 to 80. We want to win like 3 to 2. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, let's talk Heisman hopefuls. Heisman hopefuls. Yeah, you got a list. You, you I'll, I'll, I'll say list. my list. I gotta throw my my Homer uh, boy, book it, Ian Book, Notre Dame. Let's go. Hey, um, I don't know Notre Dame. They're gonna be all right. I'm not gonna pick them to you know make playoffs or anything and jinx us like that. But we'll be all right. We'll be back. So uh, we do have a hard schedule as always, though. I don't know if anybody wants to gun. Like I, I, I don't understand the people who. Think Notre Dame has an easy ass schedule. Are you one of those people, Chase? I have not seen their schedule, so I couldn't tell you. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. We'll we'll leave we'll leave those dis those those heats for a, a different day. But um, I, I in all honesty, I think you know if Notre Dame does get on a hot streak, you know does uh, get into contention of maybe a playoff talk like it was last year. I really do think Ian Book, their quarterback, is going to be at the at the core of that discussion, <laughs> if it happens, if it if it does happen, yeah. it's gonna have to go through him. He's gonna shake his head. That's fine. <laughs> um, and then I think the easy picks are Clemson quarterback Trevor Lawrence, Bama quarterback Tua. I ain't gonna say his last name because I get my sure. uh, yeah. Oklahoma quarterback Jalen Hurts. And then there's always a running back in the discussion. Um, normally falls off near the end of the year, but uh, I was looking at some lists and Jonathan Taylor. Wisconsin. I hate Wisconsin running backs. I just think it's just the boring ass. I don't know, but he's going to be good. (laughs) Now, what you what you did with Notre Dame there was basically like, yeah, I mean, if the Grizzlies make the playoffs, then John Morant's going to average thirty five. Yeah, it would be for that reason. Not going to happen. But so let's say Notre Dame does run the table somehow. Do you think, or maybe? loses one game do you think the fact that they got their ass kicked in the playoff last year is going to have a bearing on whether they make it this year or not if the resumes match up you know 11 and one they'll go to the playoffs okay i hope you're right my vote would be against them uniforms man they got to update them unis man jesus tradition you just know i know it's tradition tradition is what people say when they got terrible uniforms man i get it 
Traditions always <laughs> say we're number two on the 150, guys. Nah, so, no, yeah. no uh, but we're living in the past. We say tradition. True, that's why we need yeah. to put the, no, they do have the shamrock in they, they, they always shake it They up. keep changing the color gold on the pants. That's what's going on. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. what it is. Um, no, listen, Notre Dame's not going to make the playoffs. I hate to break it to you. Okay? You um, never know. They're losing to Georgia. You never know. Um, probably going to lose to Stanford or USC. Probably lose another game. They won a lot of close games last year that they shouldn't have. Bruh, 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 bruh. They barely beat Ball State. Anyway, um, was as that far as game? yeah, it was uh, as far as Heisman, the people I would add DeAndre Swift, the running back from Georgia, I would put him in there. Uh, Shea Patterson from Michigan is my sleeper pick uh, because they're going to run that spread offense. Where uh, I don't know if you remember, but he was a five-star, like top five recruit that went to Ole Miss and was unbelievable his freshman year because they ran like the true spread. Uh, so I think with them going back to the true spread, I think Shea Patterson's going to put up unbelievable stats. Um, Ellinger from Texas, your boy, Chase. Um, if, if they can win enough, he'll be up there. But he's he's going to be a very, like, team-dependent, like, guy. Uh-huh. So, sort of like Book, where if, if Book can get them in playoff contention, um, he'll be up there. For Ellinger, it's going – like, a lot of it's going to ride – if they can beat LSU at home and he can have like a really good game, like yeah. the hype's going to start for him for sure. And, and if they can, and if they can run through Oklahoma, it'll only get bigger. Exactly. Uh, Herbert from Oregon uh, is another guy that the quarterback. Yeah, that you have to add. Um, what about this? Is like the I feel like the biggest long shot, and I feel like I'm Homer saying this, but. Does Brock Purdy have any chance? I know people are talking about him on the draft level, but are, is there a chance on the Heisman level? I would say it's quarterback. No. <laughs> they are about him going, you know, pretty high in the – not high in the draft. But sophomore, be, so Stanley's the draft potential. Yeah. I'd go more of the same. Um, in the past 10 years, there's only been two non-quarterbacks to win. They're both running backs. Derrick Henry, uh, Mark Ingram. Yeah. Probably go to uh, – of course, Trevor, you got Justin Herbert. He's going to put up numbers, Pac-12, Oregon quarterback. Um, I'm not believing in Hurts just because I don't I, – I just don't believe in him really as a quarterback prospect. I, you know, he'll get some numbers, but he'll have a lot of rushing yards. After that – There's going to be some Oklahoma fatigue. Yeah. They want it back-to-back. There'll be a random running back in there, and then maybe, like, if Ellinger gets hot or maybe Fields or something. Oh, who knows? Yeah, I don't, I, I don't see. That. I always like the defensive player to make the Heisman. Yeah, I don't think there will be one this year. Um, the two running backs I already mentioned: Swift from Georgia. The other one would be Travis Etienne from Clemson. He's a freaking stud. He's back. And then the two receivers, if there were to be receivers, it would be T. Higgins from Clemson and then Jared Judy from Alabama. Is is Higgins from Clemson the uh, the freshman from last year in the, in the game? He had the two touchdowns in the game last year. Yeah. yeah. He's a stud, but Judy from Bama is even better. I've seen I've seen some like workout clips from him, and it's disgusting. From Judy, dude, oh. he might run. I think he runs like a four three. Yeah, like like I've seen him run some routes, and it's I ain't never seen nobody move like that on camera. Dude, he's he's a freak. He might be like he could be like the like if the team doesn't need a quarterback in next year's draft, he could be. I could see him going number one. Like he's that good. That's crazy. 
And Tua, I mean, Tua is going to put up crazy stats. So, mm-hmm. but like that, my thing for Tua is I feel like he's not going to play. Like last year, he didn't play in like any second halves. I feel like it's going to be more of the same this year. Like, uh, so he won't have enough. His numbers will, yeah. Like it, he'll have like the number, <clears throat> but it, like he'll leave some off, you know, on the plate because he's not going to get to play in the second halves. And it's you think there's the ball. You think there's any reason he would? Stay for a senior year. If I'm yeah. him, I'm out. I'm out of there. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna be Sam Bradford. I'm pretty sure his brother is competing to Oh yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, so get out of the way and let him take over if he can. There you go. That'd be my guess. They don't rebuild; they reload. Yeah, they're they're crazy. But again, I think Georgia. I think I think this is the year Georgia actually beats them. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Anything else? Is that is that our cultural? We we didn't do any NFL talk, so maybe next podcast we still have we can a couple talk weeks. NFL. We still have a couple weeks. Yeah, on that. you been watching Hard Knocks at all? I didn't watch here last, and there for me. I haven't recorded. I haven't watched last night's. Um, yeah, I didn't watch the first two though. Me neither. Yeah, I fell asleep on the third one. I Hard Knocks is so intoxicating, man. You could tell me that they were going twelve and four right now, man. Jesus okay. Christ! It's <laughs> I'm like, damn. Even the guy that got cut week one, you're like, damn, this guy might be a player. The, <laughs> like, the last chance yeah. you knew, yeah. But he yeah. wasn't. I knew from, from like, the hey, get-go. If he puts it together, and then it's like, <laughs> oh, he's. Yeah. When when Gruden got that hundred million dollars, I was like, "What a terrible idea!" Like he's been out of football for so long. I watched him. He's like, he's like, uh, "We don't make dreams, we make nightmares." And some other shit. Yeah. I was like, "God damn, bro, I'm on board." <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk. I like Gruden. Let's talk a little hard knocks. Uh, my favorite line so far is when Gruden was talking to the rookie receiver Doss. Oh. He was like, "I'm more excited to watch you play tomorrow." my wife and i haven't seen her in two weeks <laughs> that was such a great line that was a good line and then i think i did see a little bit of the third episode ab pulls up with like a rollie on and they, they play oh, i forgot the song they played but first of all they have music budget of course it's hbo but they always got the good music um no yeah but in the first one yeah. yeah they did yeah it's been good it's been a good season that's the right. jonathan abram who i love <laughs> in college that dude the first episode, especially, yeah. fucking annoying. <clears throat> like, bro, why don't you just stop hitting people? Bro? The head coach is telling you to stop hitting people. That, that and was like that. And like, then the whole is it Salmon? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. sounding stupid. Yeah, <clears throat> no, yeah, yeah. Condescending. Yeah. Like, you just sound like a dick. Well, yeah, and then he kept <laughs> talking about how much money Derek Carr made. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, pocket watch is never a good look. Derek Carr is he one of the more just like mom? Quarterbacks. <laughs> There's nobody I want to see less on Hard Knocks, bro. Oh. He's so boring. <laughs> hey, nobody talking, I want to see less. Talking about, like, bro, I was so nervous to ask my wife. <laughs> yeah, like, nigga, so? Like, <laughs> if they would have said no, I would have just shook her hand and left. Not, <laughs> it's like, bro. No, he's, he's got, the worst. Got 45-year-old Hunter Renfro next to him. Yeah. Yeah, it was nerve-wracking. <laughs> I didn't know Richie Incognito was on the team. Yeah, they just they kinda, yeah. hard knocks, hard knocks, so convincing, intoxicating. I'm like, damn, maybe he's not that bad, man. He's putting on a good. Just <laughs> because they caught him with that line where he talked about therapy, you're like, oh, he went to therapy. He's a change. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Totally with, within the next two episodes, he's just gonna do a, just something real scumbaggy. I know it's coming. Oh yeah. 
Are they gonna are they gonna bring up the A B helmet situation? They did so in the second episode. They okay. brought it up early in episode three, and I'm actually impressed at Gruden that I mean, I don't know why it seems like a lot of NFL coaches just don't do this. Like just just back your guy. Fuck it. Blind faith. Just back your guy. Especially when he's already doing all this wild shit like A B is doing. Just back your guy and whatever happens, happens. Y'all can handle it on the inside. But just Yeah, they've done a lot of good things where Gruden's been like backing him and then the GM has been like, Okay, where the fuck are you? Like, let's go. Like they've done yeah, a good yeah. playing good cop, bad cop. Exactly. What um is the GM the guy that always wears the sweater on top of the dress shirt? Isn't it the, the no. guy with the bowl cut hair? No, that's the owner. Uh, that's the owner. He's Sorry. hideous. Mayock. Yeah. <laughs> Mayock always just wears a long sleeve. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mike Mayock. That's there's right. An, there's another guy. There's an old guy who always has like the old school brown hat. He be getting fits off, man. I think he's the. Is he the trainer? He might be the trainer. Whatever he is, he be getting some fits off. How about the dude who broke his hand trying to punch the ball, Max Crosby? <laughs> like, what are you, like, bro, what are you doing? It's like, a, I've never broken anything before. I smacked it against his helmet, and it just shattered. Like, yeah. He also has that, like, just kind of, like, country attitude where he's like, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Right. Bro, you're not good. <laughs> broke your fucking hand. It shattered. <laughs> no, that's crazy. And he's just going to play with a club on now. That's crazy. If I, bro, imagine your whole year. Imagine you're at your desk, <laughs> and for some reason, your hand just shatters. I'm out two weeks. Easy. At month, least. Month, probably. <laughs> Shutting it down. Yeah. Smoking that out. <laughs> like, this, that's such an inconvenience. But, yeah, no, it's, it's, I don't ever actually really watch Hard Knocks. This is probably the most I've ever watched. Uh, uh, it is entertaining. You know, the Browns are doing like a little like hard Noxy thing on like their their YouTube the team YouTube channel. Oh really? Huh. Yeah, it's been all right. Little, little, I watch for the ODB. You know, little little bit of ODB here and there. A little Jarvis 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 Landry's so annoying. You saw what he did when he was doing last year, where he was like fake yelling at them. I mean, he was yelling, but it was like, come on, bro. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's more of that. It's more of that. I'm like, bro, you're not that guy. You're not. Especially now that Odell's there, you're definitely not that guy. Man, I thought Braxton Miller was going to be there. I can't believe they cut him. There's no way. I won't believe it until I see it. You have to Google so, it. He got cut from somewhere. It might not have been Cleveland. but He, he got might have, cut, he might have cut, got cut and then picked up by Cleveland. That yeah. might be what it is. Are you looking it up? I can't yeah, yeah. No, you look it up, too. Let me see what this. B. Millie Mills. Okay, so the Browns signed him 10 hours ago. Yes, bro. He's definitely going to make the, the roster. You can't tell me otherwise. Never mind him being cut several several days ago. Yeah, who did he get cut by then? Was it the Eagles? In the picture where they said that he got signed, he was in an Eagles jersey. But I know, wasn't he on like an Eagles practice team or some shit last year? Um, I'm looking. Sure. I'm looking. Yeah, the Eagles, <laughs> yeah, the Eagles cut him four days ago to sign Josh McCown. Ugh. How does that feel? That's ugly, man. That's ugly. But we're going to bounce back. We're going to bounce back in Cleveland. Imagine him in the slot with that spin move. Bring the spin move back. The circle button. They got Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham for the slot. Oh, imagine him on the outside. Wherever you put him. Wherever you put him. He knows going to be on the practice squad. <laughs> 5-2 player, man. You know, he's, he's got all the pieces. Nate Peterman's going to be on the NFL roster. Oh, my God. Gruden loves him. Yeah, it's kind of funny. 
Although he gets, I love when he gets pissed at him too. It's yeah. Funny. He gets he gets pissed at him in the most. I really want you to succeed, yeah. and no, I'm never cutting you type of way. Yeah. It's upset father, like. <laughs> no, you have no confidence. He literally told him, "I loved him." Whenever he was, he was like, "Say, I love you, man. You just gotta just slow down." He's like, "Be a little bit more of a dick like me." <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. That'll do it for this week. Next week or two weeks from now, whenever we pot again, we will do a little NFL preview. A little NFL preview. Football is here, baby. We should just do same time next week. Fuck. We can do that. Y'all good? Let us let, let me know if it doesn't work. A tentative yes. We'll, we'll figure it out. All right. All right. I'm Trey Lesio of the Dawn of Entertainment. We got Brandon Ogden. We got Chase and Slade. And it's this true. is repeat. Stay safe. How many niggas on your payroll? Rich gangbangers, y'all ain't even know they make those. Double case loads, push buttons, I got say so. When it's war time, never lay low, y'all play roles. I can't name a fake nigga that was not exposed. Hey, y'all niggas so surprised at Takashi Toes. Ain't a real street nigga unless you got a code. Mine's one common nigga followed by a lot of O's. In the back of the back, rock a lot of gold. Rap music on the charts like it's rock and roll. Add something to the art, make a lot of dope. Gotta play my part from the start, cause that's all I know. Double limbs, double R's, nigga, all I roll. Course I going viral when them punches throw. On Crenshaw taking pictures like we rich and Poe. Another rich rap, nigga, word to Ricky Rose. Yeah.